Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Somebody, finally, not named the Phillies or the Rangers, actually won a game in the MLB postseason. Finally. And the Rangers finally lost a game. Finally. For the Astros, well, you did it. You did it. We did it. We did it. You did it. You actually beat the unbeatable Rangers. And you actually made the World Series of Texas an actual series. And no matter how much you hate the Astros for cheating back in the day, the last thing you ever want to do is let these guys back into a series. Not when you have a boot on their throat. And that's exactly what the Rangers did. They let them back in that series. And all it took for that to happen was for the Rangers to send a first ballot Hall of Famer with two different colored eyes to the mound. I don't want to pile on Max Scherzer. I mean, he was a long shot to even be available at all in the postseason. And he did hurry back from that shoulder injury to make that start last night. Like the guy wanted to be out there. He wanted to be available. He wanted to join the fight. Credit for that. Easy as hell to second guess, but hard to say that that was the right call. Because Mad Max last night was more like Sad Max. I mean, it's true. And to be fair, he did run into a buzzsaw. The buzzsaw that is the Astros on the road. I mean, this is also weird to me. There's a few things in baseball right now that really do not add up for me. As an example, while it's true the Rangers have been on a liquid magma heater to start the postseason, so have the Astros, at least when they're not playing in H-Town. It's like the further they get away from you, stuck nut, the better they play. It's got to be you, nut. Butt nuts. It's got to be you, Steve. It's almost like home field advantage does not exist in this series. It's like the home field disadvantage. And for Houston, and this is a crazy stat, it's nothing new. The Astros were actually a sub-500 team at home this season. Make that make sense. Except they're an absolute juggernaut once they leave home. And that includes showing up at Globe Life Field in Arlington. They've won six games in a row, seven of eight there this season. Houston has now won 15 of their last 18 road games. Like, they're on an all-time road heater. And they need it to be to get back in this series because no team has ever come back to win a championship series after losing the first two games at home. There have been teams that have come back from a 2-0 hole, but never a 2-0 hole that they dug for themselves in their own ballpark. All the more reason that I go back to what I was saying. Don't give them a reason to believe. Don't let them back up. Man, if you've got your boot on their throat, and they did, they beat them twice in their house. I mean, you got to finish these guys. You do not want to give them any hope or reason to believe because nobody had ever come back from losing the first two at home. That's the mountain the defending champs are attempting to climb right now. But if anybody is built to do it, it's these Astros. And not just because they're a great road team, because they're a damn good team, period. Let me put it to you this way. There's a damn good reason they're playing in their seventh consecutive ALCS. That does not happen by accident. That can't happen by accident. And no, they did not cheat their way to all seven of those series. 
just one, maybe two. So no matter how much you hate them for it, the Astros were never going to be an easy out. They were never going to just go away. And sleeping on those dudes is lost. The series was never, ever going to be over just because the Rangers ripped the first two in Houston. As incredible as the legend Bruce Bochy is, his team was never going to run all the way to the commissioner's piece of metal without losing a game or facing some sort of adversity. Piece of metal. Unfortunately, the Rangers made a big mistake along the way. And they really helped out a team that didn't need any help. And it cost them big time last night. And no, I'm not talking about the decision to run Max Scherzer out there. Although that clearly did not help. I'm not talking about that. It also had nothing to do with the lineup or anything like that. It had nothing to do with anything involving the legend Bruce Bochy. Unless it was Bochy's idea to invite those ear bleeders to the park. And you all know exactly which ear bleeders I am referring to. That was the Rangers' big mistake. They put up a bat signal. They did the baseball equivalent of me mentioning Parody Larry. Because as soon as I mention Larry, he just suddenly appears on hold. Like I'm sure he will in about 30 seconds from Mark. You know, just like Creed showed up to the park last night looking for an extension on their latest 15 minutes. And you want to talk about a self-inflicted wound. The wound being bleeding eardrums. You want to talk about stepping on a rake. If that rake flew up and whacked your ears clean off, that's stepping on a rake. Not exactly a major mystery to me why the Rangers suddenly had their mojo just disappear completely. It was because these dudes showed up looking for as much credit and as much attention as they could possibly get. What's up, everybody? We are Creed here for the ALCS championship. Go Rangers. Rangers. Go Go MLB, baby. Are you there for the ALCS championship? Are you Creed? Are you also going to show up for the World Series championship? Here for the ALCS championship. Go Rangers. Go Rangers? Go Rangers. Go MLB, baby. No, no, Creed. Go away. Go away. Like, I would say that my ears want to bleed even when you're not singing, but rather just talking. But just seeing you and hearing you speak made my ears fall off the side of my head. Just hearing you speak. Just seeing you. And would you look at that? There they are, my ears, laying on the damn roadway. And they're bleeding on the ground. Damn. You dudes just gave me ear Ebola. The dreaded ear plague. I now have ear shingles, ear COVID, diarrhea of the ear. No wonder my ears fell to the side of the road and are lying in the street bleeding. They fell right off my head. 
Oh, and one more thing. One more thing, dopes. You're Marlins fans. Remember? None of us have forgotten this song. Let's play ball. It's game day. We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field. Hear the roar of the crowd. Come on, Marlins. Make us proud. You got some kind of brass set showing up and supporting the Rangers. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. That's the sound of people's ears falling off their heads. You want to talk about bad juju. You want ALCS championship. You want to talk about bad mojo. You want to talk about the opposite of championship energy. The opposite of championship energy is creed energy. And the Rangers just invited that loser energy into their stadium for probably the biggest game they've ever played in that stadium. Who made that call? Creed just showed up with the same energy as the that's what's in knobs. That's what's in. They're no better than those knobs. The difference is the Rangers invited this on themselves. The Rangers just that's what's in themselves. Brutal. Hey there, let me talk to you for a minute about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is where you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your front door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Listen, a crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week so there is always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. And with so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste all the freshness of fall in every single bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness that you can taste. Given my schedule, I absolutely love HelloFresh. I love how fresh it is. I love the options it gives me. And I know that I'm eating well and it tastes incredible. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome and use the code 50Rome for 50% off plus free shipping. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Use that code 50Rome and get 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is awesome. In fact, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Hopefully that's a one-off. Hopefully that's a one-game invite. Hopefully we don't have to see Scott Stapp rocking a Corey Seager jersey and singing higher during the seventh-inning stretch tonight. Well, random dudes fly around the ballpark using silk ribbons like it's Thanksgiving 2001 at Cowboy Stadium all over again. Look, I know I have to watch these games. It's part of the job. I have to. But if that bleep happens, I'm out. Man, I'm straight out. I'm turning it off. And that would suck because I want to see what happens next in the World Series of Texas. I just don't want to deal with any more creed. Nobody does. I mean, do you really think this guy cares that the Rangers lost? Stapp? Him and his crew 
would just glom onto another brainless team. After that game, I'm sure these gravy trainers went right over to the Astros clubhouse. Yo, Dusty, my man. Nice wristbands, dude. Yo, Dusty, it's me, Scott Crap. Er, stop. We're your biggest fans. So Dusty pulls up his wristbands and is like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Says here, says here, right here on my wristbands. A manager with wristbands. Says right here on my wristband. Weren't you guys over in the Texans dugout earlier? Hey, who? What? Who? Us? Yeah, never mind that. Listen to this instead. I wrote a song for you, Dusty. It's called, Come on, Astros, Make Us Proud. Listen, Dusty. Astros. Come on, Dusty. Here for the ALCS Championship. The ALCS Championship. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper or what's your beef? He is Bob Nightingale. He's already at the yard. Bob, my man, to say that it's been a minute would be a gross understatement. How you doing, Bob? Good to have you back. Yeah, no, doing great. Thanks, Jim. Good to have you. So the Rangers, Bob, had been on an incredible tear before the Astros' bats finally came alive in last night's Game 3 win. Max Scherzer pitched for the first time in five weeks. Frankly, he looked like it. What do you make of what you saw from him, and what else stood out about last night to you? Yeah, I mean, certainly he's rusty. I mean, he uh, gave it all he had. He said, you know, they'll bring him back, you know, uh, the next start, but keep him on the short leash. But, yeah, the Astros are a funny team. They can't win at home. They might be better off uh, having their own home fans booing them next time they play a home game because they had a losing record at home during the regular season, too. I made the same point right before he came on. It's one of the strangest things. I mean, you want to talk about an anomaly. Now, what about the Rangers? They had won seven in a row. Six of them were on the road. We can debate how many extra wins a manager might be worth per year, but there is no doubting the greatness of Bruce Bochy. He's already assured a spot in the the Hall of Fame. I'll get back to that in a minute. But what has he brought to this group in his first year as a manager? It's amazing what a manager, uh, what a big difference he makes. I mean, you're right. He would have been in the Hall of Fame uh, on the vote in December, but he decided to come back. He was just waiting for someone to reach out to him. And uh, if the Texas Rangers had it, uh, he would have been done. It would have been his last time uh, managing. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same team as before, you know, a few differences. But, you know, just the respect and everything else he commands 
Uh, he walks in the room, they pay attention. So, no, he's been everything to those guys. Bob Nightingale is joining us. So, Bob, there's always going to be people hating on and rooting against the Astros because of the cheating scandal, but they really are the epitome to me of not dead, can't quit. Not dead, can't quit. You can't throw dirt on these dudes. How do you see game four tonight and the rest of the series? I think this thing's going to go seven games. I mean, seven straight ALCS is for a reason. Uh, you know, four World Series appearances, two championships. Uh, people can hit them all they want. I mean, that happened in 2017, and there were about six or seven teams doing the same thing they were. They just happened to have a whistleblower and got caught. So, uh, you know, people wouldn't be booing them if they weren't great. But these guys are great year after year after year. In other words, you're not trying unless you're cheating, and it's only cheating if you get caught. And maybe they weren't the only ones, but they were caught. All right, so what about the NLCS? The Phillies bludgeoned the Diamondbacks in Game 2. They're up two games to none with Game 3 today in Arizona. What does Arizona have to do to shake off what has already happened and make this a series? And they got to keep these guys in the yard. I mean, uh, the way the Phillies are hitting home runs and the pitcher they got going for them today, Brandon Fott, gives up a ton of home runs. He needs to, uh, you know, shut them down for the first couple innings, get the crowd into it, uh, and see some excitement. But that being said, coming back from Philadelphia to Phoenix, there are a lot of Phillies fans on that flight, and ticket prices are so low right now. You can get into the ballpark today for $15. Crazy, right? Yeah, I think just with Dimebacks being down 0-2, they say, you know, it is a day game and say, you know, 2 o'clock local start. But still, I mean, it's uh, you know, a little embarrassing to have the prices prices that low. But, yeah, there'll be – if Phillies get up early, you're going to hear a lot of Phillies fans. Can you imagine Philly fan taking over that yard? I could see it happening. Now, here's something, Bob, that's mind-blowing to me. The whole Kyle Schwarber thing is mind-blowing. He had two more home runs Tuesday. That was after he hit 47 during the regular season. But he hit under 200 as a leadoff man. Like, have you ever seen anything like this? I guess I could throw it way back to Dave Kingman back in the day. But nobody was batting the Cobra leadoff, right? No. Can you imagine if they put Dave Kingman as a leadoff hitter or, or Adam Dunn? Uh, people just you know, laughed, laughed hysterically at the, at the, the notion. The Dunner. Uh, too bad for Kingman and uh, Dunn. They came, around, they came along you know, way too early. They'd be making $30 million a year right now. It's the truth, right? Gorman Thomas, Dave Kingman, the Dunner. Like the whole thing is so weird to me, but it works for them. Listen, I love Tory Lovello. Love the guy, and I don't want to count the D-backs out yet because I love Tory. I like them a lot. But if the Phillies do finish this, Bob, who would be a tougher matchup for them, the Astros or the Rangers this time around? I would go Houston just because Houston's always there. They know how to win this time of year. Uh, you know, I can't believe Framber Valdez will keep pitching this poorly. We saw, you know, Christian um, Vasquez last night. Uh, obviously, you got Berlander at the top. So uh, I'll go Houston just because they know how to win this time of year. And Jordan Alvarez, if, if he was in New York or L.A., they'd have billboards all the city of this guy. No doubt about that. So before I let you go, let me ask you about a couple other things. Dodger fans did not get what they wanted, Bob, namely Dave Roberts' head. And I'm glad. I'm glad, man. Another early exit is not acceptable. I get that. But to me, it was not his fault. There's no way they have another postseason collapse, though, without there being some sort of consequences, right? So what changes do you expect the Dodgers to make in the offseason if the manager is not one of them? 
I think the only change they made, Jim, is just having a, uh, you know, hitting the free agent market hard, you know, bringing in Otani and bringing in a starter. Hey, I thought this was Dave Roberts' best job. I, I really do. Uh, they Same. won 100 games. Yeah, me too. The pitching staff was a mess. Uh, you know, you're relying, Kershaw was the only guy from the opening day rotation that was in the postseason. You know, he had the uh, shoulder problems. But I, I, I thought it was amazing they won 100 games with that team. I, I'm in total agreement. I, th- I think that a lot of times people just decide or they follow the pack or they follow the mob and it's like Dave Roberts sucks. Dave Roberts can't win in the postseason. If you pay attention and really look at it, I agree with you. I think he did as good a job this year as he's ever done. This is not on him. Firing him is not going to fix their problems. So I totally agree with you. You mentioned free agency. It does begin the day after the World Series. And, of course, the question is, where does Shohei Otani land who do you think comes the hardest for him? And then secondarily, Bob, what do you think that recent elbow surgery, how will that impact the deal he ultimately does get? Well, I think it takes money off for sure. I know he wants to become the highest paid guy. And, uh, you know, when Mike Trout signed an extension, 10 years, 360, he already had $60 million on it. So he wants to pass, you know, the $430 million mark. I'm not sure anyone's going to go $500 million. Uh, I still think he stays in the L.A. area. I think it's the Dodgers or, or the Angels. I do not rule out the Angels because he's very comfortable there. Uh, you know, even the, the Angel people say, you know, he kind of, you know, does what he wants. You know, he hasn't talked to the media, I think, since like August 10th. I'm not sure that would fly, and uh, that's not going to fly back east. I think that's really a key point. I think in being just down the road from the Angels, I think that is important to Otani. When you get right down to it, Bob, what's more important? Like, they let him do what he wants. Uh, essentially whatever he wants. Is that more important than winning to him, do you think? It may be. I mean, how many guys thought the Padres were going to go to the World Series? I look at all the money they spent. The Mets spent all that money. You know, the Yankees, where to get them? You know, nowhere. Uh, so I think a lot of times it's just, you know, what happens inside the clubhouse and everything else. Hey, if Trout can stay healthy for a full year, if Rendon can, you know, start playing, uh, you know, they they got a chance to make the you know the playoffs. You know, people talk about Seattle. Well, Seattle's been the playoffs fewer times than the Angels over the last twenty years. They've only made it once in twenty one years. So, Bob, one thought about the Dodgers. Like you've done this a long time, you knew all these media markets. You're right. I mean, him not talking to the media or him doing this or not doing that, that's not gonna fly in some of these major, major media markets. How different would it be for him in LA versus him in L.A. <laughs> with the Angels, right? Like, I mean, obviously the expectations are going to be higher in L.A. with the Dodgers because it's World Series or bust every single year. But in terms of what he gets to do, what he wants to do, the media obligations, the pressure, the spotlight, how much more intense would it be up the road with the Dodgers? I don't think it'd be much of a difference because you're still going to have the same media cover them. And, uh, you know, they know his routine. They're kind of used to it. So uh, he'll get more exposure. And I, I think you're talking to Dodger people. They love to have the brand. They know he can't pitch, you know, uh, this year. But it, you know, they can uh, if they can be uh, Japan's team. They love that. And uh, as much as they're going to pay him, this guy makes makes a team about thirty million dollars a year in advertising, sponsorships, you know, ticket sales, and all that. So it's actually a pretty good deal. I mean, no one and nobody makes the money he does off the field. So I don't think that. Someone going to come in with a top dollar, I, I think he'll just kind of shrug his shoulders at it. Well, I think you're right. He is a USA Today MLB columnist, also an Odyssey baseball insider. He is Bob Nightingale. Bob, good to have you back. Glad you and I could finally get caught up. Great to have you on, Bob. Thanks so much. All right. A pleasure. Thanks. Thanks so much, Jimmy. 
U.S. Cellular knows how important your kid's relationship with technology is, and they have made it their mission to help them establish good digital habits early on. That's why they have partnered with Screen Sanity, a nonprofit dedicated to helping kids navigate the digital landscape. And for a smarter start to the school year, U.S. Cellular is also offering a free basic phone on new eligible lines, providing an alternative to a smartphone for kids. Start smarter with U.S. Cellular. Visit uscellular.com slash built for us to find out more. Restrictions to apply. Visit uscellular.com for terms. All right, so I mentioned yesterday that even though it was midweek, it was never too soon to talk about a big game. One big game in college ball. A few, but the biggest game, Penn State, Ohio State. Talked about it yesterday, and today a cornerback and a punt returner for the Nittany Lions, Daquan Hardy, is going to join me top of the hour. Before I do that, however, let's talk NFL. The NFL season is flying, which means it's already Thursday, which means we have another TNF matchup to break down, which means I am bringing in the Big Head himself for another edition of Big Head Bets. James Kelly is back in the house, sort of. What's good, head, besides the circumference of your cranium? Man, I was pissy for most of the morning, but um, I'm good now because the clones are the best. A Ray Charles joke. I mean, Ray's been ice for 20 years, but the dude thought today was the day Rome needed to hear the joke. And it was funny. It made me <laughs> Honestly, you had a bad morning, but that made you feel better. It did. It cheered me up. Funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're a weird dude, head. So why were you, quote, pissy all morning? This Trevor Lawrence thing, trying to figure out what is going on with all of it. But I think we got it, we, I think we got it dialed in for now. All right, so I'll get there in a minute. I want to ask you something. Sidebar, we mm-hmm. didn't talk about this off the air, so I'll ask you on the air. Did you see that great column that I tweeted out? It was a retweet that was written about Ms. Direction yesterday. I saw the tweet. I have not read the uh, column. Yeah, because that would have been so hard to click on it and read it. That was the matter with you, Head. <laughs> great picture. I saw that. Oh, it's a great picture. I saw yeah. that. Dude, you love the ponies. You love the stable. You love that she was a back-to-back Breeders' Cup winner. Are you that important, that busy? You couldn't read that column? No, you know I will. It's, it's on It's on the to-do list. I'll get to it for sure. When? Uh, probably after this segment. Do, do be real. Do you know how to read, even? Who? Fair point. Tahit. Anyway, great Tahit. piece. Yeah. Great piece. Look for it on my Twitter feed. It was a look back at Ms. Direction. And it's titled, She Was One of a Kind, A Pleasure to Be Around, Meet Santa Anita's Queen of the Hill. All right, so back to football, Head. Okay. Luckily, you're not above that. Let's get out in front of it. Not looking to make any excuses, but this gambling game, dog, it's hard. Really hard, especially this weekend. And it kicks off with a tricky one tonight. And one of the reasons it's so tricky is what you just mentioned Trevor Lawrence, what is his status? Jacksonville, New Orleans, complicated by that fact. There's a lot to like about the Jags, even if he's not 100%. Do you think he's going to play, and what is the value if you bet them? I think he's going to play. It's the way it's looking right now, so I'm going to roll with him and Queen Danica and take the points, the two points right now. Look, as of today, also number numbers-wise, the Saints' offense was better with sensitive Andy Dalton than it has been with emotional Derek. They are scoring less points. They can't run the football. And against Jacksonville, a team you want to throw against, they are worse at that, Did you too. say they were better with sensitive Andy Dalton than they are with emotional Derek Carr? Yes. 
without without question. I mean, the numbers back it up. No, I'm not talking about the numbers, dude. I'm talking about the description that you oh. attach to both of them. Well, that seems accurate. Andy is a sensitive guy. He didn't like J.J. Watt being mean to him. And Derek's emotional. He cries a lot. He cries a lot or he cried once? I don't know. On camera once. We play a lot. So Marvin Freeman. Continue. Okay. Ed. Um, add the fact that they're playing with their fifth and sixth string tackles tonight. That's below not good. And um, See what I mean, dude? We're funny. We do good stuff together. And <laughs> it's not intentional on your part. But why do they got to hate? Why do they got to hate when know. we give them this great content? They love to hate. They it's love to hate. To do. Yes. They love to hate. Haters, haters, <laughs> not, to haters not going to hate. Haters love to hate. They love to hate every Sunday, Thursday, and Monday. It's the yep. new dopamine, man. Hate. Hate is the new dopamine. Give me more. Give me more. Mm-hmm. Give me more. Got to hate. I made it. that up. Hate is the it. new dopamine. That is true. It is. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm sorry to jack with your flow. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, also, the Saints D is good, but it's not great. They rank sixth in scoring and fifth in yardage. But those numbers have been inflated by the QBs they've played. Trevor Lawrence hasn't taken the next step as a quarterback, but he's better than Tannehill, Jordan Love. Um, potty mouth Jones and the two rookies the Saints have paced. My biggest worry for the Jags, even more so than Trevor's knee and whether he goes or not, it looks like the Saints are getting back one of the greatest leaders in modern-day sports, Jim, tonight. Um, really, Jameis? ever. Jameis? I just think we were prepared. I knew you it. Know, one thing my, uh, I knew my it. trainer, he told me. He said, no. Not Jameis. He, he's not Jameis. Sideline. He's been on the sideline. No, no I know that, Jameis. but you just, I just know you love Jameis, so I thought you'd wedge it in there. I do, I do. It's not even, yeah, Derek, it's not even Derek the Crier. He's playing too. And for that to be the result of all that effort. He's been playing all year. This is me off. He's going to be there. This is a lot of guys off. It's hard. It is hard, Derek. Some guys are doing Can't believe you and Al Allen are doing this guy like that. I don't do him like that. I'll get the heat. I love hate Derek. You see how Rome did you? Rome didn't do that. No, Big Head and Allen did that. In that room, felt the same way. Thank you, Allen. This place. Who are they? Who are they getting back, Head? Oh, they're getting uh, the leader of the Hidden Village of the Den. Uh, Ah, hell yes, dude. Love him. Stay on the parts. That guy. Love him. That is too hard to overcome for anybody. But I'm going with the Jags who under Doug have gone 62% as a dog and are 4-2 and two this season ATS, and the Saints are only covering 20% of their games. Let's go with Mrs. Ursay's Jags plus two here. Mm, interesting. All right, so my thoughts are this. I don't really understand the Saints. With the addition of Derek Carr, mm-hmm. they were not well, only supposed to run away with the NFC South, but some consider them an actual contender, a team that could do some actual damage, and that obviously has not been the case. They're sitting at 500, mm-hmm. and even with all those weapons at his disposal, a car has not a been car. able to take advantage of them consistently. The offense has been pretty anemic. I know anemic is a big word for you, head, and I don't want to talk over yeah. your enormous head, right head. So let me put it in terms that you can understand. The offense has been sort of like ass. Mm, so while the it. defense is doing its job, I know what you're saying. The defense is putting up numbers against quarterbacks that are not great, but I do like their defense. The offense is not doing its job. I keep waiting for the Saints to show up, put it all together, and be the team that we expected them to be. I have not seen it yet, but 
But I'm banking on a better version of them tonight at home. I will take the home team. I will lay the points. I don't feel great about it. I'm not making an excuse. But I'm thinking that's how this entire weekend is going to go anyway. Tough, tough game, so why not do that? I will lay the points. You and I go separate ways on this one. What else do you like? Yeah, full disclosure, I was looking for an Aiden Hutchinson over .25 sack prop, but then I remembered Trent Balky's dumbass didn't turn his draft card in, so that was not available. I will instead go with their best pass rusher, not Trayvon Walker, but Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen uh, Alvin. Alvin, dude, you just double clutched on Alvin again. I was going to say Allen, but I'm like, that's not going to be funny. Dude, you almost did it. Let's make it. How about Josh Alvin? Thank you, Alvin. Alan Deloro and Josh Alvin. Thank you, Alan. Josh Allen. Thank you, Alan. Josh Allen. Josh Allen over .25. How do you do that thing when you talk over yourself? Stop hitting yourself, dude. Stop talking over yourself. How do you do that? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I'm so confused. <laughs> over 0.25 sacks. Josh Allen over 0.25 sacks. <laughs> we stop. We stop doing double talk to you. I'm trying to Allen. talk to you. Jo- Josh Allen. Josh Allen. All right. So back back it up. Josh it's Allen. one prop. Anything else? Just that one prop. Just that one prop right now. Yeah. All right. So ATS and the one prop reset me because we are all over the place. What do Jags you got? plus two. Like that one, and Josh Allen over .25. Josh Allen. (laughs) And let me ask you something. Since I was gone and we did not do this last Friday, what was the reaction? Like, good, you guys suck, you don't know what you're talking about? Or were they kind of like, you know what? We actually missed it. Now we realize how good we had it. Don't do that again. The, the 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 good guys came out. All the supporters came out, and they were asking for the numbers, asking for tweets, and hoping to get some action from us. But yeah, because they want free money. money. Yeah, of course. They're smart. And we're here to give it to them. Yes, they're smart people. And the haters? Uh, they stayed away. They'll be back tonight or tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah, whether we win or lose, they'll be back, no That's doubt. That's right. All right, five dude. And five, and five and O's easy. Five and O's easy. Have a great day, dude. All Thank right, you. thanks. Let's make some money! Hate the new dopamine. We are going to start with the phones instead of the written beefs. Let's go to New Mexico. Tyler, you're going to set the tone, my man. You're first up. Tyler, what is your beef? Hey, man, what's up, baby? What's up, dude? Hey, I got two short beefs today. Why aren't they larger? Number one, my bank account. Number two, my dog. Buy me some panties and Cracker Jack out. Did he just say... I've got a beef. Why aren't these two things larger? My bank account and my dog? Oh. Chalk says, no, that's not what he said. I couldn't hear over the dog what he said. Oh, dong. Sorry about that, bro. You're right. Those are two things that generally you want to be large. The two things that you mentioned, but I couldn't hear you over the dog. 1-800-636-8686. This dude's got a B for this bank account. It's not bigger. I got something for you, Ty. Work harder. If you want a bigger bank account, work harder or get a better job. I got something else for you. Peter Goober told me this back in the day. 
S-Y-M. Save your money. All right, let's go this time to Richmond. Stu in Richmond. Good to have you, Stu. What's your beef? Appreciate you, Jim. Hey, man, I don't understand why there is Braille at a drive through ATM. Who's using that? Who's letting them people drive? Is it Ray Charles? You ever seen Ray Charles' house? He hadn't either. Out here. Out here. <laughs> oh, dude. Come on, man. Have you ever... I love the way he just wedged in some old joke. Have you ever seen Ray Charles' house? He hasn't either. Why do they have Braille on ATM machines? Quote, these people aren't driving. I don't know, dude. Quote, these people? You mean people who are blind? I don't know. On occasion, I see extremely courageous people without high eyesight walking the streets, doing their business, living their life, and by the way, going to the bank. They have banking like those of us who can see. Dude, are they not allowed to have money because they can't see? Are they not allowed to have a bank account because they can't see? And did you really say to me, have you ever seen Ray Charles's house? Neither has he. The beef segment, 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Tennessee. And I always say it during the beef segment, one of the things I love best, all 50 participate. Beefs from everywhere. Tennessee. Amos in Tennessee. Amos, what's your beef? Hey there. Uh, Right now, Giannis is probably at the facility making himself better. Can you say the same thing about James Harden? James Harden's probably laid up at uh, Magic City eating the uh, the buffet food, waiting for his turn. But uh, he what a what a terrible person! You know how can you watch the Phillies and their fans and how they get behind that team, specifically Bryce Harper? And if you're James Harden, how could you not want to do them proud? I'll answer that question for you because the only person he cares about is himself. How can he go over to China and blast Daryl Morey? Most of those people probably had no idea what he was saying. But he wanted to do it because it was in James Harden's best interest. Ah. Amos. You don't like that call. Amos. What did you not understand about get in, get out? State your beef. Get in, get out. Like, that's a good call for the radio program, but not for the beef segment. His beef is with James Harden. No, you're right. What does he care about? Nothing other than him. 1-800-636-8686. 1-800-636-8686. Why don't we try Montana? Love that state. Mark in Montana. Good to have you, Mark. What is your beef? Hey, Jim. I work for a small recycling company in the Flathead Valley, and my beef is with the people who put their dirty diapers in the recycling bins. That's just gross. Out. Kind of gross. Definitely gross. Where do they go? Is that not recyclable material? Or is that just garbage? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Does it depend on whether or not it's soiled or full? I don't know if that's recyclable. I mean, if you work for a recycling company and you've got a beef, then probably 
it's permitted there, there, to go into normal trash cans, normal receptacles. Let's try Philly. John in Philly. John, what's your beef? Hey, John. My homie, Romy. What's up, John? I work outside, okay? I do all my work outside of customers' homes. My beef is with my customer, who I go up to the front door, little old lady, say, ma'am, I need to use the bathroom. She says, wait here. She comes back with a uh, coffee can, Jim. I had half a mind to leave that can full of something Rex in the ABQ would have been proud of on her front porch. Wore my fillies. I'm out. Wow, bro. That's quite a story. Ma'am, may I use your bathroom? I understand that maybe somebody like that, somebody elderly, would be concerned about having a stranger or a vendor in the home. But coming out with a coffee can is something. Would a bucket have been better? That's pretty awesome. That's different. Wait, does that wait? But Chalk, does that qualify as bathroom humor? If it's outside and it involves a coffee can, I'm going to let that slide. 1-800-636-8686. I'll get to your written beefs, or you know what? Maybe I won't. Let's go to Florida. Tony in Florida. Good to have you, Tony. What's your beef? Hey, Romy, how's it going, brother? Good, dude. How about you? My beef is with salesmen that when you ask how much does that cost, and they say, if you have to ask, you really can't afford it. So basically, I am their laughing stock boy back in their bullpit saying, can you believe that line worked on that chump? I'm sorry, Rome, but I just don't want to grab my ankles every time so a salesman gets to put his name on the employee of the month down here in sunny Florida. And, I mean, if I didn't ask how much it costs, I never would have had my kid Tyler. I'm out. It's a fair question, right? Are you trying to sell me something? Yes. Well, yes, I am. Yes, sir. All right. How much does it cost? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. All right. Well, you don't get the sale then. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at something I just saw on the screen. 1-800-636-8686. Chalk. He's got several balls up in the air right now. Let's go to Greenville. Matt. Hey, Matt, what's up? What's your beef? Jim Rowe, what's up, man? What's up, Matt in Greenville? How's it going? Hey, uh, my beef is with Mr. Nick Sirianni. Uh, I went ahead and used his um, less thinking equals talent takeover advice on my chem exam, and uh, I flunked it. So screw you, Nick. I'm out. Oh, man. <laughs> it was not applicable, was it? Well, now you know. Now you know. Less thinking equals talent takeover. Yeah, but it's kind of implied that there has to be some preparation as well. You can't go into a test or a performance or a pitch or anything like that without preparing for it and thinking less thinking equals talent takeover. I know I won't prepare for this at all. This big meeting, this big pitch, this big exam. I just won't think about it. And I'll let my talent take over. If you have enough talent. Let's go to Driftwood. Ben. What's going on, Ben? What's your beef? Hey, Rome. Thanks for the vine. My beef is with, and while I love all the gambling insights from your show, why can't there just be one 800 number for the whole country instead of every state having to have their own number? 
And then also, while I'm on the topic of gambling, why can't the clones get a win percentage from you and the big head to see who's doing better? Thanks, Rome. I'm out. You got it. In terms of the gambling disclaimer, it's a disclaimer. You have to. It's mandated. We can't just go with the one phone number for every single state. There is legal ease. The lawyers are involved. In terms of why can't we get a percentage to see who's doing better, me or James Kelly, I'll give it to you right now. Kelly's hitting on 54% of his bets, and I'm hitting on 98%. How's that? Does that work for you, bro? How's that for data? Take that for data. How about you just take the information and the content, which is free, which is free, and say thank you. And I'll say, you're welcome, Ben. Man, y'all are never happy. Let's try, Phoenix. Pete, you're welcome. Pete and Phoenix, what's your beef? Romy. My beef is with all these crappy NFL teams. How the hell are the Cards supposed to get them picks with so many bad teams out there, man? It is terrible. I mean, Carolina, come on, sack up. Let's get a win. And War the Tin Man Kryler having a little bit of heart and showcasing himself late. Oh, boy. <laughs> nice job. What's with all these crappy teams out there when Arizona's trying to get the number one pick? Carolina, I'm looking at you. Sack up, man. Get a win. Here's part of the problem, too. Your team isn't as bad as you think it is. Your team has more pride than you think they do. Your team is trying harder than you expected them to try. That's a good call, though. That made me laugh. Should we take the phone now? Let's go to the written beefs. Because I don't want you to get all butthurt again and start crying about how I didn't read your beefs. Actually, I don't care if you do. Hey, Tony. He directed that to me. Hey, Tony. Somebody tonied me yesterday. Hey, Tony, my beef is with a coworker sending me a link to watch her and her fat husband trick or treating as Tweedledum and Tweedledebag at a Disney World Halloween party. Hey, Denise, you're 40, not eight. 40. me replying to her email by sending her a stuck nut link of Rome reading this beef. Chad from Orlando. Well done, Chad. Good job, dude. Rome, my beef is with Mark Davis dancing. Uncoordinated dudes that look like a ginger Frankenstein should never be allowed to dance in public. I know it's close to Halloween, but nobody wants to see him getting down like it's the monster... Dude, I have to read this. He, he tags this so strongly that I want to start from the beginning. So you get it in its context. His tagline caught me off guard. I'll admit it. Rome, my beef is with Mark Davis dancing. Uncoordinated dudes that look like a ginger Frankenstein should never be allowed to dance in public. I know it's close to Halloween, but nobody wants to see him getting down like it's the monster mash. Ugliest dude ever. Will. Will in Richmond. All right, so how do I reconcile that? If personal appearances are not show fodder, then why did I not only allow but laugh out loud at 
ugliest dude ever. That's a pretty strong statement. You know how ugly you have to be to be the ugliest dude ever? Nice job, Will. Nice job, Will. It's shock. I don't know. Not, not good on you. These are actually better than the calls. Let's see. Can we keep it going? At Scott is that guy. My beef is with people that I went to high school with hitting me up on the socials, trying to get me to invest in their pyramid schemes. Hey, loser. There's a reason why I haven't talked to you since graduation. Scam the suckers in your friend circle with your snake oil. All right, sidebar quickly. There was a kid that I went to high school with. Everybody hated this kid. Everybody hated this kid. Everybody. And sure enough, years later, and I'm going to argue that it might have been when I was earning the most money I ever had in my career, I got one of those form letters from this kid. And it said, hey, so-and-so, been a minute, haven't talked since high school. And it was just a blind letter. You know, form letter. I guarantee I can make you more money than you're making right now. Please call this number and let's talk about it. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. I don't know if it was a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme or what it was. I just know that I was making more money in that moment than I had ever dreamed possible. And I guarantee that knob that everybody hated could not guarantee that he could make me more money than I was currently making. I feel you, dude. Hey, Scott, you are still that guy. Dear Jim, my beef is with the tool who purports to be a fan of the who, but says that his favorite song by the band is Teenage Wasteland. Hey, idiot! It's Baba O'Reilly, not Teenage Wasteland. The chick who says her favorite pretender song is I'm Special thinks you're a dimwit. Good point, Mike. As a gigantic fan of The Who, and Bob O'Reilly is a top 10 song ever, I agree with you. Jim, my beef is worth certain TV commercial where a walking, talking box of excrement is giving me advice. If I wanted advice from a walking, talking box of excrement, I would have asked the wife? Damn, Don. Hey, Don, I have no idea what commercial you're speaking of, but that is not a nice thing to say about the wife. Jim, I got a beef with my neighbor's cat. Stop the feline from leaving paw prints on my windshield or he's going for a ride if you know what I mean. Sammy in H-Town. That's bad, dude. Taking, quote, animals for a ride and dropping them in another neighborhood? Otter Creek 77. My belief, this is not the belief segment. This is the beef segment. It says my belief. Hey, 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 you know how this goes. Once a week. Old Trapper belief. Belief jerky. You can belief on anything you want. Good, bad, sports, non-sports. My favorite belief jerky. Dude, it's not the belief segment. It's the beef segment. Now you're done. 
No. When I have a what's your belief segment, then I'll read that. This says, what, do you think I should read that? My beef is with glitter. Most recently, my daughter got a Halloween costume that has glitter on it, and I keep finding it all over. Every time my kids get anything with glitter, I find it everywhere. The bathroom, the living room, the car. Well, pretty much everywhere you can think of. I will not get glitter ever again when I don't have kids. Go away, glitter. Brantley in Eugene. Hey, Jim. My beef is with my neighbor who decorated his front yard for Halloween with a bunch of motion sensor crap. Now, anytime anyone walks by or drives by, it sounds like somebody is being murdered with a chainsaw in the haunted mansion by the cast of Nightmare Before Christmas. And the dude leaves it on all night long. Come on, bro. Mike and La Quinta. Hey, Rome. My beef is with shrimp boils. Congratulations. You boiled a bunch of bland food together and beat it over the head with Old Bay seasoning and ate it straight off the table. All of those ingredients are way better cooked separately in their own way. Shrimp boils suck. Derek in Des Moines. Haven't heard that one before. Hey, Jim, my beef is with people who drag their feet. What are you doing? Are your shoes too big? Are your feet too heavy? Pick up your feet and move on. Jake in Reno County. Oh, check it out. Look who made an appearance. Drew in West L.A. I got a beef with hot dental hygienists. I want to spit heavy game at you. Not have you inspect my severe plaque buildup and receding gums. It's embarrassing, Rome. It's true, dude. It's true. Probably the odds were stacked against you anyway, Drew. But you trying to spit game with horrible hygiene? That ain't going to play. Amber. Romy, my beef, is with the dude who wanted the little old lady... To let him in to wreck her toilet. Were you also going to bring in some Clorox bowl cleaner with you? I don't blame her. You're nasty. War lady clones. Amber rules. So Amber's the first one with a response to a previous beef. Travis G. Hey, Rome. My beef is with everyone that purposely slows down to stare at a car crash scene, which is already pulled off to the side of the road, resulting in even slower traffic on the freeway. Keep moving, people. Yeah, but dude, but then then we won't see what happened. Guilty. How can I rubberneck if I don't rubberneck? Let's see here. A couple of calls and we'll walk it off. Let's go to CJ in Oxnard. CJ, what's your beef? What's up, Tony? My beef is with the tool bags that keep messing with big head bets. All right. Now, I know you had your trip to Colorado, so I'm assuming that's the reason we didn't get them. But everybody stopped messing with it. Me and my brother had to go rogue this weekend. 
got our keys kicked in. All right? Peace and love, Romy. Peace and love, brother. Thank you. Brother. Thank you, CJ. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for not hating to hate. Thank you for appreciating free money, found money. See, this is what you get. We didn't do it on Friday. CJ said we didn't get big head bets because you weren't here, Rome. So me and my brother did it on our own, and we got our teeth kicked in. He gets it. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Dave in Kansas City. Dave, what's your beef? Thanks for taking the call, Jim. I got beef with ungroomed nose hair guy. You do have a mirror at home, don't you? Clean that stuff up. You look like an idiot. War peace. I'm out. My dude. Have you seen that one ad that pops up on various sports websites where there's some dude with a beak and he's got like this gigantic like afro growing inside of his beak? And you can't get away from it. It's jarring. I'm like, damn. Why can't they at least let me know that thing's coming? Like I'll click in. Bam, there it is again. Right in my face. Right in my face. Nice job, Dave. Why don't we walk it off with this guy? Why not, right? Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, what's your beef? Hey, what's up, JR? Uh, my beef is actually with you, man. I love your restaurant, and the ribs are really, really good. But you guys don't put enough sauce on them, and you also don't give out an wet, enough wet napkins at Tony Roma's, man. Can you, can you do something about that for us? Thanks, yeah, I, I can do something about that. Go ahead, Alvin. Ah, That's so dumb, Ryan. No. You don't like that color. I don't like that color. He has a Not beef. A hey, 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 Romy. I got beef with your rib restaurant, Tony Roma. That used to be a spot now. I used to hit that spot in the valley all the time. Are they still a thing? Are they still around? How is it, Chuck? Yeah, I used to, DJ and I would hit that in the valley back in the day. That was fun in the 818. All right, that's it. There are still people on hold, but we're going to walk it off on that. By the way, Chuck, I don't know that I want to walk it off on Ryan in Sacktown. In fact, I know I don't want to walk it off on Ryan in Sacktown. Oh, Rhino. Let's see here. Not a good written beef. Let's just go to Austin. Josh in Austin. Josh, what's your beef? All right. So my beef is with all these Ranger fans going out, and they're, half of them are wearing Des Bryant jerseys, and they're all strutting around. Um, they just need to get get used to this, and we're gonna we're taking it in six. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Josh. That made it better. Dude, I, I didn't know it was possible, but I think you might have been worse than Ryan. See, now I'm chasing. This is what's known as chasing. Because I didn't want to end with Ryan, so I went to Josh. And then Josh was worse than Ryan. No offense, Josh. So now I want to end with somebody else so I don't end with him. And now I'm just chasing. I'm going to cut my losses short. Let's get out. Let's have some discipline here. Good night, no!